Social Zoom Factor, Episode 3. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Hello, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. Today, we are going to talk about a very important topic, and that is how do you get your social media budget approved? I know that many of you out there have what could be amazing social media marketing plans. You probably think you have the best plan on the planet. However, many of you have another really major problem. You have no budget and you have no people to implement your plan. So the chance that you are going to achieve your goals for this awesome plan are slim to none. Okay. We work with organizations from startup to enterprise organizations. And, you know, Pam, I have so much money. I want to spend all of this money on social media. I have resources in the back office waiting to to do social. We cannot wait to just put all these extra resources on to social media said no marketing director ever at any organization. It doesn't happen. You have got to get focused, okay? And today we are going to talk about how can you develop and get approval for a six-month plan that is going to help you prove some short-term wins so that you can get the support you need within your organization going forward. Okay, so I am going to give you some tips of what not to do. And then I'm going to give you really focus on the things that you should do. So let's get started. The last thing you want to do is to try to boil the ocean. Okay. You do not need to have the belief of I am going to change my corporate world in the next three months. No, you need to start in the backyard pond. Okay. We're starting small. We need to prove results. Number two is quit faking it until you make it. It's not going to work. If you can't explain to me in 30 seconds the difference between social media and social business, you need to get some help. And if your organization cannot get the support that you need for training, you need to start there. That's your number one problem. And if you do not know what you need to do, don't fake it. Yes, you can go out there. You can learn a ton of things via blogs and and different free content that's out there, things like this podcast. But you need to acknowledge that you need help and you need to let your management know that you need help. Otherwise, they probably just think you're taking forever and trying to get this social media plan off the ground, all right? So if you need to, hire an agency, hire a consultant to come and help you at minimum develop a plan. They can come in and take a look. We do a lot of audits where we look at what organizations are doing and we just help that dial and say, okay, here's the direction that you need to go. And we can help you get that budget approved. So lean on an expert if you need to in that area. Number three is stop working in a bubble. And I understand that sometimes there just needs to be that social Zoomer that just has got to get it done within that organization. And I fully agree there needs to be somebody that's spearheading the organization. However, make sure you're not doing that tucked away in the back office and you're not including anybody else. You want to involve your stakeholders and extended team members as early as you can. You want to get buy-in from the folks that matter early. Number four thing you should not do is quit chasing shiny objects. And remember that social media is both art and science. And it's actually 
a lot more art than it is science. And what I'm referring to here is technology versus the humanization piece of social. It's about engaging with humans. And so you need to be selecting technology that is going to help you achieve your goals and that is going to help you connect with human beings. So don't get caught up in spending the first year as you're developing and getting approval for your plan of just focusing on the tools. Focus on the art as much as you do the science. And then number five for things you should not do is do not overpromise and underdeliver. So make sure that when you are accountable to your C-suite and any other stakeholders that you are setting realistic goals and objectives. I want you to underpromise and overdeliver. And this is absolutely critical. Next is just the two things that hold people back from success when it comes to implementing social media and achieving goals is being impatient and being unprepared. Don't do either one of those. Oftentimes executives will push you to both of them. So you need to be able to push back and say, we need to take the time to slow down, to speed up. I need a month to put my plan together or however long it's going to take you. I'll get back to you, Mr. C-suite officer in the next 30 days and I'll tell you what we're going to do. Take time to do this right. Now let's move into the things that we are going to do. Okay, step one, I want you to define your mission and what you are going to achieve approval for a six-month time frame. So if you're struggling with getting the support, develop a strategy that puts this into a nutshell. We want a smaller scope with a well-defined plan that we can have completed and executed within a six-month time frame. Think small, early wins, because our goal in this phase is to establish trust and enable us to work on some of the mind shift changes that need to happen internally so we can get a broader team on board with our efforts. Number two is we need to develop a social business strategy and plan. And I've written a blog post on this. You can check it our uh, agency website, which is themarketingnutswithaz.com or pammarketingnut.com. And I have a blog post, which is eight steps to develop a social business strategy and plan. You want to develop a plan that is comprehensive, but yet, remember, it doesn't need to boil the ocean. But we need to set goals, we need to align to our business, and we need to develop that vision and roadmap for success that includes a focus on our internal audiences and employees. Number three is we want to select one to three strategic and top business goals that align to social media. So bottom line here, select goals where social can have as direct impact as possible, okay? You may have 10 top business goals. I know some organizations that may have 10 or 20, 30. Uh, Narrow that down to one or three and focus there. What goal can social have a positive impact on in the near term? That's where we want to focus. Next is number four. This is knowing your desired business shifts. So what do we want to change because of the use of social media and integrating it into the DNA of our business? Are we looking to increase sales? Probably yes. Would we like to decrease the sales cycle? Maybe we want to really integrate something like LinkedIn into our sales organization and help them nurture relationships to decrease sales cycles. Okay, make those take less time to close a deal. Do we need to focus on earning trust and support of loyal brand evangelists? Do we want to reach out and penetrate into new markets and niches? Maybe we want to expand into our existing markets. Maybe we want to increase brand awareness 
or establish thought leadership. All right, that's a big one. And then we may also want to focus on increased customer loyalty and intimacy. We just want to really earn the trust and focus on building more intimate customer relationships. Number five, we want to make sure that we are selecting and measuring the right key performance indicators. The business goals are going to help us define where we're going and why. And our key performance indicators or KPIs are going to help us measure our progress and optimize those for improved results over time. And this is key that you focus on the right key performance indicators. Don't fall for every blog post that you see out there because there's a lot of folks who are writing about these things that really have never worked a day in a business environment, okay? They're writing about social media, but when it comes to knowing how to actually align these things to business, they've actually never done it other than in their own one-person type of company. So next, number six, is we need to make sure that we are speaking the same language as our management and our key stakeholders. One of the biggest mistakes that we see marketers make when they communicate with executive leadership when it comes to social media is measurement. So too many times we see social media marketing managers and community managers, they t- they only talk in terms of things like Facebook likes and tweets and retweets and follows, okay? Those absolutely matter. And we must care about those because those are the foundation for how we're going to build community, how we are going to establish and nurture relationships and build that trust over time. However, think of your executive management. Who is the person you're speaking to? And they are looking at how are your efforts going to directly impact the bottom line? Okay, your top executives, they want to know, show me the money, honey. That's what they're going to ask you. And so if you reply and just, well, guess what? We got 200 likes over the weekend. That means absolutely nothing to them unless you've educated them on such. If you look at your middle management, so maybe your line of business stakeholders, your geo management, different geographies, they want to know how are the insights that they can obtain from social, how can that make their product better? So a great way to talk with that middle layer is to talk about how we are going to be able to increase our product, increase our service, increase customer satisfaction so that we can move that needle, which is going to help us increase revenue, which is going to make the the top executives happy. And we all know when the top of the triangle is, is happy, everybody's happy. So learn how you can quickly align the data, the outcomes, and the results that we want of social to impact and align to the business goals as clear as we possibly can. And the more you can frame your discussions with your stakeholders and executives in language and terms that they understand and care about, the greater your chances are for success. And trust me, this works. A lot of this is just about education. Okay, next is number seven. Know where your organization is regarding social business adoption. So you need to know where is your organization and understanding social. What are the mindset shifts that need to happen? Okay, if majority of the the people that need to be on board with your program in your organization think that social media is just for teenagers, you have some mindset shifts that need to happen ASAP, okay? And you're going to need to really work on educating and empowering your employees and making it personal for them, okay? You're going to need to show them case studies of other organizations and how they are using social. You're going to need to do the analysis on your audience so that they can see that your audience is already engaging online. You need to look at your competitors, do things like that that are going to show some real 
data of why they need to pay attention to this. What training is needed? How ready are the employees? How ready are the executives? Do you have the resources that you need to implement this? Do you have the skill set within your organization to implement your program? Do you have the technology? How ready is your organization? And identify those strengths and those weaknesses as soon as you can. Because if you don't, you're never going to be able to demonstrate the impact of both your strategic and tactical work. And make sure that you have proper systems and measurements in place so that you can measure that result. Okay, next we have number eight. And this is know your C-suite and stakeholders, okay? This is where, bottom line, I just want to say, don't trust the head nodding when you are conducting training. You really need to understand Do they truly understand what you're saying or are they just nodding their head? And you need to make sure that you understand their skill set around this. And most importantly, you need to make sure that you are instilling an environment where people can be accepted and where people feel comfortable asking questions. I always say the only dumb question is the one that doesn't get asked. And this is where you need to really focus on building relationships internally and focus on building and fostering an environment where people can feel free to be themselves and feel confident in raising their hand and saying, you know what, I don't understand the first thing about Twitter. What the heck is it? The last thing you want is people in a room when you're conducting training and everybody acting like they know what they are doing when in reality they don't and they nod their head. And so you say, all right, everybody got it. You know, it's good. No, you need to make sure you know what what people know, what they don't know, what opportunities do you have to improve it, what challenges and what obstacles do you need to overcome. And a lot of times we work with our clients and you can really easy implement a survey. So use something like a survey monkey and we will do a a quick survey with a, a set of key stakeholders and business leaders to understand where they are. And we'll assess what's going on with their social platforms. We'll see if we can't get them to share some of their personal social profiles with us if they're comfortable. And then we check them out. Just find out, okay, where are they? Where are they hanging out online? And how can we best leverage their engagement on the social networks that they're already on? Okay, we wanna just tap into the power of what they know and then figure out those areas of opportunities of where we want to get them and what they need to know. So the next thing is number nine, and that is knowing your audience. And when it comes to your audience, this doesn't just limit to our customers. We are also talking about our broader audience. So these are people who are part of our social communities. These could be our partners, and they obviously include our ideal target customer. So who are the folks who are within our audiences online? And who are they? What do they want? Get in their head. What keeps them up at night? And how can you provide the most value to them by leveraging social media? How can you leverage social media to have a better conversation with them? How can you get in their head and give them what they need and serve up relevant and compelling content and conversations every single day? Next is number 10, and this is engage and empower. So this is where we really want to focus on, and we talked about this, but really focusing in on empowering the leaders within your organization. And this 
obviously includes training. We've talked about that. But it also includes things like establishing a longer term, a cross-organizational center of excellence. So let's say you work in a large organization and you have multiple business units and you know that there are some best practices that are happening across the board in the different silos. What you want to do is start to bring people together. And so you don't want to just say, I'm here to change the world. What is going to happen? The old saying of quit moving my cheese. Those other marketing business leaders are going to think you're just there to move their cheese. So what you need to do is say, hey, John, you know, hey, Margaret, I really love what you're doing over here on this social business campaign or program that you've launched. Could you help document that process and let's get it launched and train some of the other groups in the organization? I think they could really benefit from what you're doing. That is going to get you so much further than if you go to, to John and you say, hey, John, I need to talk to you about what you're doing with that campaign because we really need to get these things streamlined and organized and we need to have one consistent process. What do you think John's going to do to you? He's going to say, go jump in that big ocean you're trying to boil, okay? Or go get back in your pond. You need to get them on board with you and you need to tap into their buy-in that they already have within their organizations. Obviously, they have achieved some success for a reason and you need to just engage with them and you need to empower them further to be successful because it's not about you. It is about the rest of your organization. And one of our clients that we work with is, is Lowe's Home Improvement. And Clarissa there, who runs their internal social business program, she has a quote that she says that I just love. And she always says, social media doesn't just transform our organization, it reveals it. And that is so true. And that Social is going to reveal who and what you are quicker than it is going to transform you. It is going to bring out the good, the bad, and the ugly. And so I always tell our clients, we need to figure out what skeletons do you have hiding in the closet, and we need to get them out on the table, and we need to deal with them as soon as we possibly can. Because trust me, they're going to come busting out. Social brings everything to the forefront. And ignoring it isn't going to make it go away. And that's something you're going to really need to educate your executives on. All right, let's move on. Okay, number 11 is keeping it human. And this is where the art comes in. You need to balance connecting with humans as much as you balance the technology. And humanizing your brand is a requirement, not an option. And be sure that your executive stakeholders and other leaders within your organizations are involved in this early in the process. And when educating them, find ways that inspire them to engage personally, help them feel comfortable, help them understand that they need to be personally engaged. And if you have a C-suite executive that isn't understanding the power of social media and thinks it's just for kids, there's no better way to get them on board than to personalize it. Get them involved in a Twitter chat. Get them involved in a Google Hangout. Get them involved in a podcast that then you can broadcast and submit out to your social networks and they can see the tweets that come back, all right? And what executive doesn't feel comfortable hopping on the phone in a conference room to talk? You can record that as a podcast and then you can take that out to the social networks. And we have done this time and a time again with our clients. And then what happens is that executive sees those tweets happening in their honor, in their name, and how much people like the content that they've been putting out there via audio. And all of a sudden, that executive understands social because you made it personal for them. 
All right. And we're going to be doing quite a few episodes coming up where we're going to be talking about brand humanization. It's very, very important. And just know that you need to respect the person on the other end of your Facebook profile, that Twitter avatar that you're talking to. There is a human being behind that. And the more that we can focus on providing value to the human beings within our communities, the better off we're all going to be and the better you are going to achieve your results. Okay, next is number 12. And this is working harder, not smarter. All right. And this is where I want you to quit working 24 hours a day. And I want you to prioritize what you're doing so that you can come into the office and be refreshed. I see this time and time again with some of our social media teams we work with in all size organizations, and they're just burning both ends of the candle. And what we usually tell them to do is go take a few days off. I want you to reset. I want you to recharge. And and you need to take that time off. This is not about a sprint. This is about a marathon. Okay. Becoming a social business is not a destination. It is a journey and you need to get people on board for your journey. I want you to work smarter, not harder. And last tip, which is number 12, is I want you to focus on just getting it done. Let's execute the dang thing and quit planning. At some point, you need to just set a date and say, this is what we're doing. Once you have your budget approved and this is the day we're going to start. We are going to be done planning for this short stage and we are going to make the rubber hit the road and we're going to show some ROI, all right? And that's only going to work if you put in the right time to build your plan and you've, you've done the things that you need to do. But it is time that you achieve the goals that you set and make them happen. Stay on plan and go get her done. All right, Zoomers, that's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor.